Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 141 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Ben Moss-Woodward, otherwise known as Commander Edelweiss, and joining me in the orange sidewinder of doom this evening we have Commander Psychocow. Good evening. We have Commander Colin Ford, otherwise known as Phoenix Sapphire. Good evening. And last but by no means least, we have Commander Marshall, otherwise known as Marshall. Uh, good evening. How are you all tonight? We'll start with you, Marshall. Yeah, all good. All good. Yeah. Um, I went out to uh, visit the trees over the weekend. It did some tree hugging, which was quite interesting. Is that like spending a penny but in the woods? Yeah. Well, in game. I'm talking about the trees in game. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were like around the forest or something. No, well, it was a forest in game. The, uh, the the pink brain tree things, which was uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool, I must say. Okay, well, we might, might get to that in a wee bitty. What about you, Mr. Ford? What are you up to? Well, at the moment, I am struggling with the Xbox, trying to get Twitch and the arena working. So, uh, yes. <laughs> Apart from that, uh, in game, well, let's see. Um, I'm trying to do the community goals. Uh, up with the alliance at the moment. That's that's had a little bit of fun associated with it, and uh, yeah, the, the usual stream on a Thursday night and Sunday night at eleven. I'm beginning to go a bit space mad, to be honest. You're not talking about um, oh, committing suicide like somebody I know who's suffering space madness. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's, that's at least. I'm just talking to planets as they fly by. <laughs> now, I, I, whenever the spaceman has hit it for me, I always went off and put on Space Unicorn by Perry Barr. And it just, it rang so true by the end of the, the 22,000 light, 22, light years. Yeah, well, at the moment I've managed 750 light years. <laughs> and it's another... Bless uh, you. <laughs> I know. A hundred or so jumps still to go to get to the first waypoint. I must be nuts. You must be nuts. But there's a reason why you're fighting on the Xbox this evening, I believe. Yes, yes. Um, the Pixel Bandits. Uh, we mentioned last week that they, they run a competition uh, on, on a Tuesday. They're, they're trying to get some CQC deathmatch action happening uh, at 8 o'clock, at 9 o'clock, and at midnight uh, every Tuesday. And anybody on, a, on an Xbox is welcome to join. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. Well, fingers crossed for that. And yeah, we love the Pixel Bandits. They're awesome, guys. So, Commander Psycho Cow, what have you been doing? Actually, I, I know what you've been doing, but why don't you tell everybody else what you've been doing? Hey, Oh, God, yeah. Um, right. I've been... Editing and also massaging my Fed rank, which sounds awfully rude. <laughs> but essentially, I was out doing a wee bit of exploration, and outbreak hit the Hutton sort of system, so I was back to the core. Back not to the core, back to the bubble, and ready to start shipping meds. By the time I got back, outbreak had passed, and so I hooked up my newly, you know, painted up and acquired wonderful T9. I thought, oh, I'll go and run some missions and try and get myself into a, a nice cutter uh, or a, well, the Curio. What's the, what's the big one? The big one, the big federal ship. 
Corvette. The big federal one. The Corvette. I, I'm actually looking at a Corvette right now. I can see that. Uh, yes. Commander. Commander. Oh, somebody and somebody's behind me. Get who's. Who's coming at me from behind? <laughs> John Flint, you're looking Very at me. So, yeah, I want to get into one of those Corvettes. And uh, so I thought, well, I better get my third rank up. I'm not that far off it, really. But I'm going to have to put some work. So I went to the system, is it TUN, T-U-N, and picked up a ton of federal, because there's so many factions there, and they're all federal. So grab loads of missions, and then from them they take to other stations where they're all federal, and you just grab missions and run back and forth. So that's what I was doing. But I was also editing our live radio playthrough of the EDRPG, which was a load of fun. And in fact, it is just, yeah, it's superb. And hopefully we'll be able to get that out uh, for your ears anytime really, 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 really soon. We're just waiting for a few wee fixes to it. and um, But the bulk of it, the... The four and a half hours of audio has been ripped to pieces and condensed down to just under two and a half, two, two hours, 40 minutes. That's not bad. So only about an hour and a bit of waffling. There's, there's, there's very little waffling in it. It was one of those circumstances where normally you can cut out a load of, sort of pre-chat and chatter, but uh, our GM, we got straight into the action and it didn't let up until the last minute. So, um, yeah, it's it's a ton of action, a good storyline, and yeah, I hope that it comes across nicely when you listen to it. Did you see the role action there by Commander John Flint? Very manoeuvrable for that size. Uh, not yet, but I'll probably see it in a couple of seconds. Well, it was, it was, a, it was. A, she gives a little roll again, Grant for Grant. No, give us a, give us another little roll, John for Grant. It's, go, a, it's a very manoeuvrable ship. That go, go on, John. Go on, go on. Do, roll over, roll do, over. Do on, you lights. can do it. <laughs> I've got to give him half. Well, thirty, forty seconds for it to catch up. There we go. <laughs> 30, 40 seconds for him to hear it, and then 30, 40 seconds for us all to see it watching the stream. <laughs> you've st- you, by the way, yeah. you've still got your pre-show um, marked up in your stream. Oh, so I, so I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional, don't you know? Ooh, there we go. He did a loop de loop. Oh, and we're we're one one, we're one forty one now as well, aren't we? So I can go and edit that too. Yeah, I think. Ta da! Yeah, we're all good. All good to go. Yeah, we're all good, right? Now, now that I've, I've taken care of that, what have I been up to this week? Um, actually, in game, I've done. I've been. I was doing some missions again for the truckers and things like that, helping, uh, doing a whole lot of bounty hunting and things like that. Handed in, I don't know about ten million credits of bounty, I guess. Um, I've been so that's probably about the main thing I've been doing in game. Um, so. Apart from that, it's all, it's all very much been family stuff for me, which nobody else really wants to hear about. Um, so I guess should we dive straight into the development news. Yeah, I guess so. Unless, works well, for me. unless Andre's got something to. Oh to God, say. I'm so. I, did I go to no, Andre? You did. No, oh, I'm so me. sorry, Andre. Sorry. No, no, you've done it. I thought I was talking I, about the trees. I thought I thought I did. Don't you do did. that to me, Colin. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. We know that, which is the whole reason why it's usually you doing the hosting and not me. Yeah, well, you wanted me to be playing the Xbox, didn't you? You wanted to play on the Xbox. I just said I'd stand in if you needed to. <laughs> Thanks, Alien. Suck yourself. 
Anyway, Don't right, going into... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I guess the main piece of development news we have... Well, there's two pieces of development news we've got this week. We've got the stuff that Frontier are going to be at PAX East. And, frankly, I'm even more excited that they're going to be doing an Elite... The very first officially unofficial Elite meet in Boston. Which, I think that's awesome. But... Marshall, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, I think it's, it'll be uh, be a pretty cool, pretty good thing. I mean, I've actually, you know, I'll, I'll put my hand up. I've never actually managed to make it to uh, an elite meet, um, so I'm I'm quite envious of the guys that can go along to um, PAX and and take part in the elite meet because Frontier, from what I understand, remember the last elite meet over here? It was in was it September or something? It was. It, it was the one in Birmingham, which was absolutely freaking awesome. Because I know Colin was there and I was there. Uh, was Jarvis there? I can't. Yeah, I think Jarvis yes. was there, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yes, he um, was. And yes, it was an absolutely awesome, awesome evening. Yeah, uh, I, that was, it was tied up with EGX. And and they they showed some exclusive videos, didn't they? Like the character creator and. Yep, and we that. got. That's where we got the Ed character creator. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it should be cool. Yeah, so I, I'm very jealous that they're going to one. I I did actually ask Ed. I would happily go along and and be an ambassador for them, but unfortunately, it looks like they've already got their guys, um, and they've they've I, they've imported some Americans for it. So meh. <laughs> Could somebody in the or in the wing in the area go and liaise with Rakan? Try to instance up with him, please. And that's me doing my twitchy things, which I probably shouldn't be doing while I'm talking about packs. But anyway, um, there's going to be a whole lot of twitching going on. There's going to be Sandra's going to be there and a bunch of other folk. It sounds very much like it's going to be a, it's going to be like their Gamescom. Um, the Gamescom's kind of streams that they were doing. Which, considering that we've got 2.3 coming up, would make a lot of sense, I guess. So it's the 9th of March. 9th of March 2017. Yeah. And that'll be interesting because um, the uh, hopefully the beta the 2.3 will be live. So, so yeah, I'm I'm quite looking forward to that. And yeah, it's uh, oh, I'm I'm very jealous about about PAX, uh, the elite meet, but. Hey, am I right in thinking for Marshall that you're at least able to go to LaveCon this year? I should be able to, yeah. That's on the cards, finally. Finally, so yeah, uh, that'll be good fun. Yeah, finally you get to go to that. And I've I've actually, I've I've been up in the air about whether I'm going to be able to make it to LaveCon this year. Because the date is, it overlaps with my wife's birthday. But my wife is super mega awesome and I love her to bits. And she's basically saying, you know what, you know, as, long as, as long as you're there on the Friday, say hi, and then I'm going off to get my nails painted or something like that at about 10 o'clock, probably knowing her. So after she's gone off to get her nails painted, I can run down to LaveCon and be there all weekend as well, which is cool. And she's an awesome wife and a very un amazingly understanding wife for letting me go to these things, even though it's a birthday weekend. So huzzah for her! Is that contractual? Yeah. That statement was that was that a, was that a, a contractual <laughs> statement? That you... 
<laughs> I thought that came across quite natural. Damn it. <laughs> Have you got a series of these over the next coming weeks? <laughs> Yeah, every single week I have to mention, when I mention LaveCon, I have to mention how wonderful my wife is, yes. That's fair enough, that's fair <laughs> enough. Um, I was going to just highlight that there's going to be a little bit of confusion and to apologise to our listeners, um, because there are, of course, a number of elite meets. Some are Frontier official, like the one that's going to be... I can't believe they're going to get a big American one now, that's going to be amazing. And there's also... The unofficial community-run elite meets, which run all over the UK, and they're about to announce... That's the official, official one. Yes. Frontier's, Frontier obtained the name from us. Well, yeah, they, they, they kind of owned it, you know. They, they, we had it on licence, and they're letting us keep it. It's just good to them, because it will cause confusion like this. Are you going to elite meet? Yeah, I am. Oh, excellent, I'll see you over there. How are you getting flights? Uh, what? What now? I was going to the one in, in, down in Bristol. Oh, right. Oh, I'm talking about the one over in Cologne or in Barbados. Oh, Barbados. Tell you what, Ben, we're going to do an oh, elite that, meet in Barbados. We're there. Damn right. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to swing that, but you're damn right I'm going to the one in Barbados. I tell you what, you know, yeah, Ben's wife is a, an amazing a woman. See, I'm going to try to help you out for this Barbados one. She's an amazing woman. <laughs> <laughs> and she does like her mugs. Okay, but she also probably wants to come to Barbados. <laughs> you know what? If they do, uh, that's, this is this is how we have to do. It. This is how we break our partners into wanting to come along to these meets, uh, is to have them in countries like Barbados. <laughs> but yeah, that would be good. That would be, good. and uh, of course, so there's a elite meet in Bristol coming up in April. Dates to be announced soon. Tickets to go on sale soon. We will let you know as soon as we know. And of course, that has nothing to do with the Frontier one. At PAX, is it PAX? It is PAX, PAX East. PAX East. I, I don't even bother worrying about the directions because I'm not going to be able to go to them, but um, I'd love to go to them. I know that I think um, is Commander Human heading over for one of the PAX. I think he's maybe heading over for PAX South. I'm not sure. This uh, this year they've got DJ Knight, Bad News Baron, Blitzkrieger and Das Veldas are going to PAX East. I'm not sure if Commander Human's going to any of them, but if he is, I'm I'm bloody jealous well yeah, yeah not yeah, bitter at all can we not get press flights should we do not do we not count as even if mock <laughs> press uh, yeah I don't, I don't think there's such a thing as a press flight <laughs> sadly damn it um yeah even so another thing i'm going to this year actually i'll just get this out there i'm going to insomnia 61 i believe it is over the Easter weekend, so I'm not going there as a lave a lave thing. I'm going there with my son, but obviously, if anyone's else is going to insomnia, give me a holler somewhere, and you know we'll try to grab a beer or something like that at least, because um, that's th- oh, that's oh, more God, of a. You go. Oh, Colin's in. De- are you also? Have you managed to do any twitching, Colin? Uh, yeah, um, the Phoenix to Fire is is twitching at the moment. Right. Let uh, me try and switch you over to the twi- to to that then. So, could somebody else pick up for a couple of minutes about packs while I twi- sw- whilst I switch Colin back over? Not Crikey. seeing much at the moment. We're waiting for players to join. There's only two of us. I just say that was the kind of handover so, yeah. that was a bit. A bit um, uh, Colin's involved in it. Uh, so Abrupt. It's Andrew, Andrew. It's <laughs> Andrew's. You, it's you over to you. <laughs> Go. Packs. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It. It sounds about well. They might. I might give out some skins again, because I've got my um, pack skin, what was it, an X, 
maybe they'll be giving out some cool custom skins again so um keep an eye on their twitch streams so that could be pretty uh pretty interesting um but yeah just a bit, bit jealous really something like that's going on but it's obviously all the way over in the states what about the um about bristol one do you are you fancying coming along to the unofficial community run elite meet in bristol yeah i think i need to look at some of the stuff that's going on um the lave the lave one definitely and i just kind of kind of need to put my ear to the ground a bit more about the other community stuff um because there's a lot of good things um but I've just not known about. I mean, I didn't know about the Bristol one. So where could I find out about that? Well, right, okay. We do have a website. It's currently in the process of being updated with all the information. They're kind of putting all the information onto Facebook, collecting it together, and then we'll get it onto the EliteMeet.info website, which will have that. Now, that again, got to try and iterate that this is different to the Frontier Elite Meet. And the Frontier Elite Meet is going to be at PAX East. Which is going to be? They did it. I think they did it. The other one down in Birmingham as well. They had the elite meet and Cologne as well. So they've had a couple of official ones. Um, so they are different. So the one in Bristol is not official, and although there may be a presence from Frontier at the one in Bristol, it will be a far more relaxed. There will not be a, a panel to quiz them, but they will be there for drinks and beers and to have some fun with. That's kind of where the community elite meet goes, whereas the Frontier Elite Meet is a bit more of a show and a stage presence and questions and presentations and stuff. It's quite spectacular and I would love to make one myself as well, Andre. I've never had a, an opportunity. Um, all right, so they basically it's open invitations. If you can make it to the venue in central Boston and you are free on the ninth March March the ninth, which is a Thursday, then you're allowed to come. And um, there'll be a ticket. So it looks like there's first come first serve. So that's interesting. Oh, well, there's a Google form as well, which you can get to on the forums um, by going in and having a look under the news and updates. You'll see a PAX East, a PAX East live streams and Frontier Community Meet. And that gives you the details. Um, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Free food, drinks, and fun and goodies. Ooh, that's always a win, isn't it? Having a... and if the food's anywhere as good as the munchies they laid on at Birmingham, it's going to be pretty damn good. Oh, stop it! Yeah, you stop definitely. up showing off where you're blooming. I've been to an official elite meet. Oh well, stuff you. Yeah. I, I, oh no, I, do, I was going to say I do have. I've got some coasters I could give you, but I actually gave them to. Oh, I gave them somebody as a prize anyway. <laughs> oh, I gave it to the the, the uh, racers. Um, you know the guys doing the oh, what's it called again? The uh, the buckyball, bucky ball, yeah, yeah, the buckyball thing. Yeah, I think I gave it. I gave them to them. I think it was them. I gave it to. I gave it to somebody as a prize anyway. Okay. <laughs> after I went off and volunteered, that I think after I went off and volunteered, saying there's some prizes. Well, I'm still waiting here, unfortunately. All right, for more Colin, players. could you? Is that the right address I've posted in? Because if it is, you're not twitching. Well, um, no, you're not hosting me, so. No, you're not twitching either. If oh, I've posted in the right address. Well, could you check that address I've sent you, please? Because I'm just According looking. According to that, it's not working. I'm looking at the team speak, and Starion is still out exploring. Now that brings me to. Actually, I should just double check. It's not in the show notes. Let's have a little scroll down. Nope, 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 nope. So, uh, just talking about out there exploring, I know that there was a commander with over 80 million credits 
of data on his way back in to sell it and landed in a system between two stars which roasted his hull, melted it, corrupted his data and left him swimming all the way home and absolutely distraught was poor old Commander Hankey. So, really sorry to hear your bad news, Commander Hankey, and I hope that your abracadrabble win cheers you up a little bit. That is heartbreaking. That's a sore you, isn't it? Just a tad, yes. Yeah, that's very harsh, isn't it? I've had a I've had yeah. a super uh, sorry ended a, a super cruise jump um, right through one star, and you can see a line of four, and you just think this is going to be sore. You know, you just as you arrive and go through one, you know you're stopping somewhere very hot. Oh, everybody! We can also see Colin's living room because he's got his camera going. So everyone <laughs> watching the Twitch stream, wave wave at the Twitch stream, Colin. <laughs> like Noel's house party. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and that's the reason why my camera's firmly locked closed. No, switch it off on the Xbox. That's the problem. That's <laughs> 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 why. And right. All top, and all the top shifts you have going forward when I'm doing this, you can see my ugly mug in the corner because <laughs> I don't know how to switch the camera off. This is this is brilliant stuff. Can't you put a book in front of it? <laughs> brilliant stuff. Could any commanders out there who use the Xbox and Twitch from it please get in touch and help help the world not have <laughs> to look at Phoenix Defire's face any longer? <laughs> any advice is really greatly appreciated. <laughs> oh dear, you just I just making you feel inadequate, Grant. That's my problem. I think that you know that that, that just losing oh. it. Was Commander Embryo is terrified and worried about their 160 million uh, credits worth of data. Um, I've lost you know tens of millions of data. I'm not worried about it. It's just you know it's one of those things. But I can't imagine having spent months out there flying around collecting all these wonderful Earth lakes, all these water worlds. Got really excited. Sorry, about- Grant. Can I just inter- interrupt a very quick second? Yep. How do I stop hosting? Because uh, no one can hear us talking, so sorry, Colin. We're not going to watch you. Okay, that's fine. How, how uh, do I how do I stop hosting? Well, you just type in uh, oh, cricket. What is it? unhost? unhost. It? Yeah, unhost forward slash unhost. And slash also, unhost. what you should do then, Ben, is if you want to grab it, is add his stream. You just start in the game as well as a feed to your <laughs> to your um, Twitch. Oh dear! And then there was one Wait. who sat alone in a room singing songs. Hello. Oh, hello. Two of us here. Come by with Ben. Where's Ben? (laughs) Three of us. There is Ben. (laughs) There we go. I'm back now. I've I've stopped it. Add a stream to to your stream. Yeah. Rather than host it, add it to your stream. Let's not do that live. Yeah, come on. Let's let's move on to something else. We've got a lot to talk to today. He he interrupted me. I was talking about stuff on topic. I was talking about all the people out there (laughs) worried about their data. And it turns out it's not the pirates that are griefing you and threatening and holding your data to to, to ransom. It's it's the actual environment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the stars that are trying to get you. I've never seen a star complain about a combat log yet. Oh, how do you target in this thing? And boom. (laughs) 
Right, so we've oh, covered newsletter one one fifty nine. Yeah, we covered packs east, so it's onto the newsletter, I think. We have. Uh, well, well, we'll ignore the top thing, which was about the commanders, because we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, live stream lowdown. Yeah, Ed was doing his CQC last, last Thursday, but I didn't hear anything about that. Oh no, it's cancelled because Ed was badly. That explains why I didn't hear anything about it. I... He's feeling um, better. Have any of you guys? Uh, I thought you still had a wee bit of luck, didn't he? Yeah, he was taking taking Monday to get back into the swing of things. I think he was hoping to get back on streaming today. I didn't see if he did or not, so... I don't think he did, from what I remember, but I might be wrong. Um, is that Colin, or is that somebody else hitting the mic? Ow! Uh, nah. Right, well, the Asp Scout's got some love and wish, some new ship, skip, ship kits, but I think the only person who actually flies an Asp Scout is Ed. Or, and even he's given up on that, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen any actual player flying it um, ever. Really? Yeah, um, I don't think. I don't think I have either. Shame, um, really. It's like kind of, kind of like the Cobra Mark Four, in that it's there, but not every, not yeah. many fly it. Yeah, and, uh, it was kind of weird. Um, but they've got the disco ship kits now, which look awesome, even if it is on the Asp Scout. And actually, I mean, looking at the Asp Scout, it looks really pretty in that picture. It, uh, it looks it like does. a ship that was yeah. made for skinning, doesn't it? It just is. Although, yeah. Is, yeah, are those not very close to the sort of Windows logo? No, I can see <laughs> you getting at there. Actually, yes. Yeah, yeah. Bill Gates lives. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we've got all these people complaining about their asps crashing, and they'll know the answers. <laughs> yep. Um, so, oh yeah, we've got some new discovery sites that have come up. So, have any of you guys been doing anything with that? I visited the trees. Uh, yep. As a discovery site, and they're actually quite. There's quite a lot of them. You would expect, like, you know, a dozen, but there's about a hundred or so. Admittedly. You can't see them from very high up. But when you get close, there's loads of them, like candy floss. It's all pink. It's, <laughs> it's all quite pretty, but it's, you look closer and it looks like brains. Um, so it's kind of like a zombie so tree village type zomb- thing. Which is... Zombie tree floating brain stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can interact with them. You can shoot bits off of them, um, some of them. But you can't knock them down or do anything else. So they must be made of adamantium or... <laughs> or, or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's worth the journey jaunt out there. Yeah, I know. I, I saw some mushrooms and things like that when I was out in Jacques. Uh, there were some things not too far away, actually, from Colonia Station, or, uh, from Jacques in in the Colonia system, rather. Wasn't that with micro micro life on the fungi or something? I think it was. It was, it was the fungi, the mushrooms, basically. Yeah. Uh, but again, it was yet more phlegm and things. Um, they do seem cool. I mean, I, I know that there was uh, you know the runes, and there was another another sort of uh, guardian city discovered and stuff. And they, I saw that on it was DJ Truthsayer's stream last night as he hovered mm-hmm. above it with his um, anaconda, lighting it in this beautiful circle. And I kind of looked at it and thought, it kind of looks like somebody who had ordered a semolina pudding and was pissing about with bits of uh, salt and stuff on their plate to make it. 
Um, it looks really kind of interesting, the little structures. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating and it's amazing to see something that adds a new edge and ties into the lore in the game like that, where it just kind of feels like, well, what the hell do I do? I'm stuck in my ship. Shall I try and shoot those bits or what, what do people do? I think you just look at them and go, ooh, pretty. Try and yeah, I, th I think you uh, scan the I think data you can do the scanning. Yeah, and I think you do the objects. You have a combination, you know, like on the other alien site. I think you can do that on the um, on the other one, the newer one. Because it is—it's a strange one, and, and yeah. the trees as well. If you were having a look at the trees, did you have a, a couple of pot shots? Did you try and sort of ram them with your ship? You know, you know. Obviously, these are hostile actions, uh, but other than getting out in your SRV and going over and giving them the wee SRV kiss, which is also the equivalent of an SRV ram. Yeah, I got stuck on one of the trees <laughs> just because <laughs> just trying to knock them over, or just 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 trying. Obviously, the amount of things you can do, you're limited with. Your interactions. You can shoot stuff. You can ram stuff. You can scan stuff. Um, and there's not a lot else that you can do. So yeah, it, everything was tried in the name of science while I was there. <laughs> are you in Forge as well, Marshall, or are you not? Yeah, yeah, I'm on the Forge server as well. Uh, okay, so you're trying not to shoot down even fungi and things like that, unless you have to. That's right, unless it attacks me, I, yeah. I won't be attacking the fun guy back. <laughs> help, help, I'm being... No. Yeah. Oh, oh look, what, oh, what was that South Park where you could attack a hostile um, deer or something like that? And that's how they were getting round the... Oh, getting round a, a hunting ban. <laughs> Going around pissing off all the deer. <laughs> oh, no, basically, oh, look, we're being attacked. Bang! I see. Yeah, Ian Norton yeah. thinks it might be a mug tree. Um, I'm not quite <laughs> sure they are. They're kind of more brain or candy floss trees from the look at them. They're really interesting. Um, not quite sure where they're going with that, but vegetation, vegetation like that on an airless, atmosphereless planet is quite bizarre. Uh, unless, of course... Yeah. Yeah. Lenslark... Nope. Lenslark has it. It's coming right for us! That's the one. Bang! Yeah, that's the one. Thank you, Lens. So it's one of those things where you, maybe the brain part isn't actually the tree, but is some kind of contained atmosphere for the actual plant slash life form slash non-life form that may be there. It may well be. Right. Was there anything else in the newsletter that was grabbing your attention whilst we're on it? I think that's all that was really sort of a horrible me there. orange T-shirt, which makes it look like you're part of the, you know, the uh, orange Asbos. That's the the Asbo free hauling T-shirt. <laughs> that that's yeah, that's been... yeah, and even though it does have free shipping, I'm not. I I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I'm not. I, I, even with free shipping, I'm not convinced I'd want one. Is it? Is it Although you can make some really cool designs as well with them. It's a definite chain gang colours, isn't it? You expect to see a number of commanders at the side of the space highways breaking rocks, wearing those. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. We should probably make them a uniform for for LaveCon, to be honest. <laughs> if all the volunteers are forced into wearing them so you can tell who they are <laughs> from a distance. Uh, that works. But they have to pay for it. Again, lots of community goals <laughs> used in, in the newsletter, but um, and some nice sort of links to some community videos and the Galnet stuff as well, which of course we've got the amazingly wonderful Galnet news by Commander Peter Witherspoon to play at the end of the show. Yay! Um, to Love give his you stuff. your digest of all the things that are going on in Galnet at the moment, and having a, a rather dry um, approach to it as well, which is always welcome. So yeah, and nothing else in the newsletter that I think nope. is worth bringing up. Um, no. I can't even think of anything that really will grab me for yourself, Marshall. No, 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 no. I no. think the, uh, the other news is... Uh... Too juicy? Sorry, right, well, in that case... Hmm? There's a wee bit of juicy. Too in that juicy! Case, then, should, we, should we dive into something nice and juicy, Grant? Yes! And then we'll have an advert, and we'll have an advert break, and then what? we'll come on with 2.3. With 2. You, do you want an advert How break? How does that sound? Yeah, okay. So you want Let's go for an advert break and then 2.3. Yeah. Okay, right, I'm going to go for my classic favourite advert, which is this one. We buy any ship. Bar none. We buy any ship. Bar none. Any model, any colour, any shape, any size. We buy any ship. Bar none. We here at We Buy Any Ship Bar None are ready to take your excess space travel vehicles off your hands. No more negotiating with dodgy space station vendors. We'll simply give you an estimated quote online. Then, when you get here, we'll point out all the little dints and scratches that make the price get smaller and smaller before we actually give you any money. And the beauty is... We take any ship. We buy any ship. Bar none. Terms and conditions apply. We buy any ship excludes trading in any of the following vehicles. Ada, Anaconda, Asp, Bauer, Cobra, Constrictor, Cruisers, Eagle, Falcon, Gecko, Griffin, Gear, Harris, Harrier, Hawk, Kestrel, Crate, Lanners, Lifters, Lions, Mantis, Merlin, Mori, Osprey, Panther, Puma, Python, Saker, Sidewinder, Skeet, Spar, Stowmaster, Tearsel, Tiger, Transporter, Turner, Viper, Wyvern, or any Imperial or Thargoid vessels. I could murder a cup of tea. Yorkshire gold, if you have it. Double Yorkshire gold. <laughs> and if you don't have it, you're dead. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. Are you thinking of suing over missile Python protection insurance? Had an accident in an airlock or slipped in a space station cargo bay and thinking of suing for compensation? Well, don't. I tried to take my ship commander to court for making fertiliser out of my crewmates. Legal fees have left me with nothing, and now I'm hungry. All the time. At Watton Prittany, we take small print very seriously. We have a massive team of lawyers just waiting to block your case and ramp up your legal costs. I wanted a simple, no-win, no-fee arrangement. My case got blown out of the water by Watt and Prittany, and now I have to rent out my arse for hydrogen fuel. At Watt and Prittany, we have a saying. If you don't want a beating, stay out of our court. I was savaged by a wild creature whilst fixing a vending machine. Can't I claim compensation? No, you can't. Because we have a massive team of lawyers, and you're just someone who works for a living. Watt and Prittany. Don't even think about it. So, we're back, and we're going straight in with the 2.3 beta, which is going to be ending the week ending. It's going to be landing the week ending the 26th of February, which is so basically just under a month's, just under a month's time. Um, now, 2.3 is the commanders. 
We've got some very, very basic information of it at the moment. We know we're going to be getting the character designer, and we know that we're going to be able to do some multi-crew. And so far, they've touched on that we'll be able to do do turrets. We'll be able to fly our fighters, and the owner of the ship, and only the owner of the ship, will be able to take the helm. Uh, this gives me a total, uh, and this is a, this is a wee nod towards Alien as well, who's out there. Um, a Corbin Dallas moment, doesn't it? It's, it's very much a multi crew, multi crew. Oh, oh, I read that. Are you about multi pass? You mean? Yeah, well, it's multi crew, multi crew. Just you know, it's, it's artistic license. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. And it, it's certainly you? not the kind of thing I would hope to get banned off an ED or get pulled and moderated from an ED forum. About no, but it was awesome. It's an awesome uh, little bit of information they've given us about it, and I, for one, can I actually see myself jumping into this beta to try it because a lot of the other ones there's just not been any features that have dragged me kicking and screaming towards the beta. This one already has me going. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's 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 going to yes. be. Got to try that. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that you missed, Ben, was that. Actually, and it's a little-known feature, is that they're changing the debug camera. They'll be changing oh. the debug camera f- so that you can uh, look at things in the cockpit with your avatar. So that's new new um, camera angles and things like that for for all you filmmakers out there. Oh, where was this mentioned? Um, uh, have you read Ed's post? Today, from today. Yes, it's, it's actually hidden very in the last bit, you know, where they, they, they go on about all the big stuff in multi-crew and then he goes on for this little paragraph about the uh, the commander creator and there's this little bit about them changing the camera views for it. And uh, yeah, uh, for, yeah. it's one of, those, one of those little sneaky things they've put in there that I think will make a difference to a lot of people. Well, I, think well, people I wonder still- if we'll also... Sorry, Cook Grant, go. Well, I think people are desperate still to get the, the filmmaking techniques. With They've been desperate for this character com- creator point because it allows them to put a face onto their characters and to complete these stories. So <clears throat> I'm kind of really looking forward to seeing what kind of creativity comes out of these new modes. And it's exciting <laughs> to see people who could be making their own little movies because <laughs> it'll be I'm brilliant. sorry, you might... Well, you might be excited. I'm actually quite scared. <laughs> it, it could be fantastic, though. You get a lot of these live-action stuff that people do, and they use screenshots from Elite. Um, mm. But then they can do even more, can't they? They can cut to the bridge and, you know... Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. That's really exciting. Here, do, you reckon, do you reckon they've gone as far as lip-syncing for your radio channels, for your microphone, so that you can make your commander swear at other people? <laughs> <laughs> that would be another level, wouldn't it? Well, okay, see, this, this, uh, this is the small details, though, that they might miss. So, for example, you have multi-crew and you've got in-game comms. Now, the in-game comms in multi-crew wouldn't make sense... Well, maybe you could possibly say it would make sense to have the same radio effect on them. But with them being, you know, within arm's reach, you can punch them. Surely that won't have as the distortion on it. But then again, I'm thinking about in a helicopter, you put your head, you know, your your headphones on and your mics to talk to other people in the passengers. Um, so maybe that will be the explanation there. Um, but I think it would be nice if the comms was clearer for your multi crew. 
Uh, are you saying that you actually want emotes like slash punch commander name so that you can see your commander punch the other one? <laughs> that would be epic. Slash headbutt, slash abuse. Slash face palm. The- <laughs> yeah, face palm. Yeah, face palm. Who's flying so this bucket of boats at so it's psycho cows at the helm? Oh, slash face palm. Um <laughs> Slash escape pods. These are these are very important uh, particular things. Now we were talking about that not that many weeks ago about how to do the transition, and that's one of the important and interesting facts of this, which will either. Well, I think I can see it making and breaking the community. After the hoo-ha over instant ship transfers, we now have oh. we now have a new ability to 3D print people into cockpits and transfer their mental um, personalities, their memories from wherever they are in the known and unknown galaxy from the CQC arena. They can bring that psyche all the way over, 3D print them a quick body and plop them in the seat next to you. Oh, you just shut it, Grant. You're a wizard, Grant. It's bad enough. (laughs) This is this is for gameplay only, and already the merging crowd on the forums are kicking off like crazy. There's, there's so many. Oh God, it's twelve. So. Twelve pages already. I mean, to tell you the truth, all this waiting for ships to transfer spoilt ship transfers, in my opinion. Yes. And you know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of having to wait an hour for my fertile lands to come over to the, this area when you know I needed it then. Well, I mean, and it's kind of spoilt my gameplay as far as that's concerned. It was and a, if you have the same thing, it'll just spoil the multi-group. I was just seeing that, that, yeah. that you know, they're so difficult to see how many people instantly were going, well, yeah, you, you need to do this for the gameplay. And you're thinking, right, and where were you when they were arguing about that when it came to the ship transfers? Because the key factor is that you're going to get uh, an, inv- an invitation or you can set your commander, uh, I don't know, sort of like, you know, pilot tart mode, where you basically stand at a sort of corner. <laughs> looking for crew. Looking for, hello, I'm looking to hook up with a pilot with a willing ship and an extra seat, just standing there waiting, and then when that position comes and it matches that particular person, then they'll get an invitation, the pilot can then accept them, and then they will magically, <laughs> hand waviumly oh. go and appear in whatever the particular terminals are. And, it's you know, yes, it is a bit of a hand wavium by far, and yes, it's, it definitely should be a lot of fun. And... It's they've they've really had to, and it's things that we didn't even think about. Which is, if you're in a multi-crew ship and you take on a large bounty, will they do a wing bounty split so that you all get a third of that bounty? Will they, when you're doing your trade run, will you get your trade dividend of a third or a fourth or a, a half, if depending how many crew you've got? And it's not entirely clear from the information today whether or not that's going to be particularly a point that they've referenced but it seems to be that when it comes to bounties you will all qualify for the full amount so it's a nice way to pick up your new commanders and help them get a good start of cash by being part of your crew in your big python while you go and kick some ass in the field um and yeah, Colin, I'm not even sure whether or not those 20-odd pages are purely about the instant um, physical transportation oh. of a player or how much of it is about the 
potential for griefing that's been kind of picked at as well. Yes, there's an awful lot of that. There's just uh, oh, it, uh, I just read it all, and I mean, I know I can see what's coming. I'm really excited about this, and it feels like I don't know if people are just so negative on it already for just minuscule reasons, and Frontier haven't even had a chance to even show it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my take on it is, you know, for, for player groups or even just friends, it's really great. You know, you've got someone in, I don't know, a ship with a with a ship launch fighter, so a killback or an anaconda or something, and they're in trouble. They can say, I need some help. You can telepresence and fly their fighter for them and protect them instantly. So it, I think for, for people with friends or people in player groups, it's really cool. I mean, may, maybe someone visits a really cool-looking system and wants to say to everyone, look, this is really cool. Well, you can telepresence onto their bridge and look at what they're looking at. Yeah, it is, you know, the, the immersion thing, I think. Can, can we just think. can we avoid making up new new phrases like telepresence? That, that's... <laughs> Isn't that their term? That's no. the term they've used. This no, thing. they can't use it. What doesn't make any sense? It's got to be some kind of transmogrifying mindmogrifier. Um, some, oh, crazy! we to come up with something better. Hold on, let's go to the chat, Twitch chats and stuff. Right, come on, guys. We need, we need something that will describe the instantaneous transport, neural telepresence, uh, Ian Norton says, plus hologram. That doesn't work for multi-crew. The hologram part just doesn't work. But, you know, <laughs> I suppose that's a... I, ju- I just... I just feel everyone's overthinking it too much. Yeah, I think it just—it just, it just needs—it needs fun because a lot of the things that I I have to defend elite against that is detractors from. Is everyone says it's too dry, and boring. Uh, you know, inch, you know, galaxy wide, inch deep, and all that kind of stuff. And this is the kind of thing that would would make things fun. And even when you get stuff getting in the way like that, then oh, I've got it. I've got oh. it. I've got it. No, I just saw Commander Witherspoon suggested Instacrew, uh, Darkstar Crasher, Pod People just add water, says Lenslark. I'm thinking that's exactly <laughs> what it should be. It should be Pot Crudel. Yeah, that's oh. excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Instant Crew. <Sold> every station. <laughs> <laughs> and a range of flavours and moods. Now, Witherspoon has said that you don't let Muppets on your ship if you want to avoid griefers. Well, Witherspoon, it's not about that. That's not the griefing uh, mechanism that they're concerned about. At the end of your stint as a multiplayer crew, you can leave that crew... And you have two options. For example, say the the main pilot uh, at the last minute pulled an absolute stinker and collided with some federal ships and got a massive bounty in your home system. And you're sitting there going, no, 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 no. You can choose to abandon all the profit from your multi-crew session. And as part of that, you would then also therefore not take on any wanted status or any of the negative status. So you'd walk away essentially having never been part of that crew. <gasps> Pardon me. Excuse me. Um, however, what people are concerned about is that's fair enough for normal day-to-day stuff. Uh, and, and frankly, it's probably not something anyone would want to do in particular is to give up on the cash. In fact... The only particular place where that would come into play is if you are trying to dissuade them from ganking other player ships. 
because the, the, the theory being that they wouldn't be able to take the spoils of war with them. However, in that circumstance, there wouldn't be any spoils of war. So, okay, the main pilot would have the hit of the bounties and of all the particular cargo that's been scooped, but your multi-crew could get away scot-free, allowing people to try and uh, abuse it as a way of... Is that a three-way going on in your stream there, Ben? Um, and because you know, one of those things where it's it could be used in that negative way, where people use the horrific advantage of pot noodle or pot crudle, sorry, other snacks are available um, of pot crudle, using it to get you the advantage in combat, take out other players willy-nilly, and then two out of the three or. Three out of the four, not that there's four pilot ships yet, but walk away scot-free, able to do it again, allowing them to maybe use some kind of griefing account. And yeah, that that doesn't quite sit right, but that's what the beta's for, is to get the feedback and for people to test these things and to push them and to document it properly. So if you are concerned about it, go in there and do it. It's the only time you get the license to do this. It is the only time that you can hold up a proud to be an arsehole badge and get into beta and get back to the days of snuffle and I'm only testing and uh, everyone hating you and terrified of you at the same time. So get in there, do it and show Frontier before it goes live what works and what doesn't work. And if it's not an adequate dissuasion to griefing as a multi-crew, then they need to look at something where negative actions stick and that there's no escaping them, uh, in which case that's probably a more dissuasive means of uh, dealing with it. I don't know. Mm. I, mean, I think the other thing that you also get with, an, with each additional crew member is you get an extra pip. So instead of you having the default of six, you'll get an extra one per extra crew member, which will obviously will make your strip your ship that little bit stronger. Um, you can have an extra pip to maybe you can have four pips in shields and one in your engine and three in your guns, you know, if you've got a full crew. Whereas when, normally you wouldn't have that amount of pips. Well when when you mean pips, is this um you mean you get five pips across the bottom or do you mean that you yeah, get an extra pip? Eight, each crew member gives you a dynamic pip. If you look at the notes, where does it say it? Uh, yeah, each, uh, I'll read it from the actual patch, um, from the update. Every crew member also has access to a power distributor pip that they can assign dynamically. This is in addition to the standard pips that the helm controls. This extra power distribution allows the ship to operate more effectively, increasing its capabilities in combat. So it makes your ship stronger. Mm. So you think we'll get the, the helm will get six pips, and then each crew member can also assign one pip wherever they want it to be by the side of it. Or do you think way. it's going to be this, the crew helm's going to get six pips plus two potentially? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I'm just having a, a, a kind of catering and a collection of the, the various different comments from the chats. We have uh, multi-presence, omnipresence, ghost transfer, telepresence, android, surely, trans-celebration. Oh, that's, 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 oh gosh, right, anyway. And <clears throat> it goes on. We've Not touching that one. People are suggesting that, again, like last week with our elite feet, that uh, it could oh, be an no. idea for it to be called elite peeps. 
which is uh, <laughs> it's it's up there. No, it's up there. And um, what have we got? Uh, oh, instant transfer is precisely the kind of things that make the game inch deep. That's according to Jukello. There is a point at which you have to have an inch deep get section of gameplay <clears throat> in order to create wide mile wide. You know, my mile-wide part of game feature, which is, of course, the joy of flying a ship with your friends and having an absolute blast. Um, so it should be spectacular. And yes, then it leads to the other content that they'll do once we get out of our ships, which is bars and meet-up places and combat, hand-to-hand combat. Let's have a look and see. Pot Crudel seems to be um, okay by the Twitch chat. <laughs> And yes, uh, whether they're wondering about the pips as well, but we'll have to wait and see how that quite works. But it does seem to be that it's that's what's going to give you the advantage. Now, I know, Ben, when we were talking about this before, you were saying that they wanted it to make it like you had four anacondas with your multi-crew. That's what they were originally, that's what they yeah. were originally discussing, yeah. This, I think um, we, can, we can assume that that's out the window now. I hope it is. As I said the other week, I hope it is. Um because they originally they wanted four crew, they were saying four crew, and, yeah. and now they're, they're saying a maximum of three. Now that, that yep. actually confused me. Um, the one thing that I was wondering was, we know that the, the master pilot is always going to be the pilot, the ship owner is always going to be the pilot. Does this mean we're going to have, be able to have two gunners, or is it going to be one gunner and an observer, or, or hmm, what? It's not clear from the notes, but what I could see was if you have fighters, you can bump your two co-pilots uh, as such into the two into two fighters, or have your NPC controlling the ship, and everyone jumps out depending on what your ship's got available to you. Um, so there's there's an awful lot of of unknown parts of it. I'm really particularly interested because some of the 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 sort of information and it doesn't doesn't quite sort of make sense to me for the because we're always we're all used to Artemis and Pulsar where you run from screen to screen to screen and you've got different options on each screen like your science station your scanning options your tools etc. Um, this particular one it kind of mentions firing arcs and such. So I'm I'm deeply excited to see what that actually means, but I'm a little bit confused because a firing arc to me kind of suggests that it will be an automated turret. So what does the player do? No, 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 no. no. Uh, the firing arc means that. Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, the firing arc is basically you're able to fire all the port guns or you're able to fire all the, the starboard guns. So um, at the moment they were saying that they're going to be able to use a 360-degree view. But if you have more than one gunner, I mean, do you want to have it so that one gunner takes the fore arc, the, the forward-facing arcs, and another one takes the rear-facing arcs? It's one of these things that we're going to have to wait for Frontier to clarify before we can... Uh, we can take it any further, I think. I have to admit, to me, it looks like you can only have one gunner. Because uh, that's talking about... I'll, re- I'll read it from the notes. The gunner role allows the crew member to take control of all turreted weapons on the ship. They don't need to jump between turreted views, and they use a third-person interface controlling a reticule 
that will that all turrets within their arc will automatically follow. So that to me sounds a bit like you're gonna you know how in your when you're in your SRV mm-hmm. and you jump into turret mode. Yeah. And you you basically well I the way I do it anyway, I use my mouse to move my turret around and then I can just shoot using my mouse and the turret mm-hmm. obviously goes off and does it. To me, this is sounding like you're in, you're, you're floating in space behind your ship or something like that, and then you've got your turret that you just basically you you're just pointing and saying, right, go and click on that, click on this, and that's your target. And any gun that can go and shoot it will shoot it. Is mm. how it is sounding. I thought it would be a case of because that's how turrets work at the moment. You basically select the target and then mm. fire the turrets and and let it run. But I think in this case, you're going to have to fire those turrets manually. You might be firing Just, them manually, but you know, I would imagine, I'd hope, that let's say Commander Crap Pilot who is, well, was circling around me, I could jump up and behind myself, and then I could... I think I could do a better job following him around my ship as he flies around than the AI controlling my, tu- my targets, my turrets can do. Ah, well, let's jump in there, because I don't think there will be AI. No, but our our turrets are currently controlled by AI. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aiming them at things, that's what I mean. All right, gotcha, because one thing that we're not going to have is AI crew. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that they've um, emphasized in in all the comments that have been put out so far on this thread, which is, (laughs) is growing exponentially. At this time, and even on Reddit, it's 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 going mental on Reddit. Surprisingly enough, surprise, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there, there did seem to be a bit of disappointment that there wasn't a kind of engineer's role or shield guy role. But I think that's probably been dropped because, well, they probably couldn't make it work. It's it's difficult. We, we I don't kind know. of we really did toy with the ideas of what rules that we could think of that would be relevant and and we couldn't come up with anything for navigation we couldn't really come up with anything for engineering to do other than to to manage the pips and let's face it some kind of pip tetris is not a mini game you want to be playing when everyone else is having fun and laughing at shooting stuff so i think obviously combat is a really good pool um, when it comes to the turrets, we are going to have to wait and see and see what it actually means because I'm not sure that I would like to go into some kind of... Uh, what was the rogue version of Star Wars where you sit in the ship that flies around and you just wait and shoot at things as they fly past you and it's the most dull thing in the world because yeah, you've but got that's, no control. I think this is going to be better than that. This is going to be better than that because you're... You know, you're basically you're in third person view, and you'll be able to see everything all around you. And I think it's going to actually give you a bloody pretty view of the galaxy. I just think shouldn't shouldn't it be first person? You know, is third person? Is this another thing we're going to have to come up with a phrase for? Uh, cluster duck, I think, would be the the phrase I'm tempted to use. Or <laughs> it's interesting. At the very, uh, it's what the problem is. We don't know, and we can't. We can it's speculate, but we really, even with the bits of information you've already heard, three different ways of of interpreting it, and it's hard to know which one's closest, which one's right. I would rather jump into a turret and jump from turret to turret in a ship 
in order to do the first person shoot them kind of Star Warsy feel of Han Solo above you, look down below, shouting abuse across at each other. You missed that, you twat, and turn the ship, I can't see where he's coming from. And it sounds like they've kind of looked at other games which have those issues, like Pulsar, where your ship's mounted on the top and the enemy's below and the pilot's napping. And you're saying, turn the ship, and while mm. he starts to turn the ship, you finally get a clear shot, and this thing shoots around the other side of you, and you're like, oh, turn the other <laughs> way, turn the other way. And although that's gameplay and it's fun, is that frustrating, and is that what they're avoiding by having this third-person view? Uh, maybe. I think that's what they're doing. And also, you're still going to have that in respect that, let's say, on my Anaconda, I've only got my bottom, tu- the only turreted thing I have might be, say, my bottom, my my large um, four, class 4 hardpoint. So, obviously, they can only shoot at anything below me because they can't shoot up through my ship, otherwise I'd have great big holes in, the, in my hull. So, there's still going to be an element of that if they're wanting to shoot things with their bottom turret. There is a unless lot- I'd have to go and put turrets everywhere. Yeah, there's a, there is a lot of grumbling over the whole... Uh, Pot crudel, mm-hmm. uh, pot crudel issues and the transfers and things in the third person view is all a bit jarring. And all I can say is, you know, we don't know how jarring it's actually going to be until the beta hits. We want multi crew, we don't have elite feet yet, so it can't possibly work in the way that we all want it to work, which is dropping at the station, going to the bar, picking up some crewmates, then following you back to your ship, jumping into the seats and then bolting their seatbelts in and off you go. That's what we dream of in all games, you know, is that level of absolute mundane boredom that will very quickly become offered god's sake can't we just skip this long walk to the ship but and uh that's kind of the trade-off that they've got going and third person sounds wrong says commander witherspoon yeah we don't know how it's going to be yeah. when we mentioned ai crew does that mean that they don't because i get confused because ai is banned in the universe but do they mean ai as in npc crew yes they do yeah. oh man yeah, yeah. i've not got any yeah. pals but yeah, but the the only the only M, uh, NPC crew you'll get is effectively the uh, uh, the fighter pilots, who can then double as as pilots if, if you are so inclined. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're quite good as helm pilots, but I'm just thinking, you know, that, that what about poor Peter Peter No Pals? Oh, I suppose what well, he could tough. do is pick up one of the um, commanders that's currently in crew horn mode. Yeah, and you never know who you're going to pick up though, do you? So it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a Russian roulette, isn't it? Lose <laughs> you with some damp seats. No, it's just yeah. Oh, oh, gross. And just as you this anymore, turrets are AI at the moment. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> Talking about turrets, Commander Embryo went off and sh- shot shot me, which went off and triggered my turrets so shot to start shooting at him. <laughs> Ian Norton suggests third person in wireframe. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because if they make the main ship wireframe, <laughs> it would be like you're looking at a terminal that's maybe got some kind of uh, psionic um, drone out there giving you the camera views and showing the ship as see-through so that you can see the position of enemy ships at other sides. They did that in Eyewall, and that worked very well as far as I was concerned. Though I shouldn't really mention that because you lot all have a mental breakdown. We'll just all start shuddering and quaking. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Commander Space Lenin is suggesting that we have bridge bunnies. Bridge bunnies. Ian Norton would like to see the fighter pilot NPC sit down in the bridge. You know, it's one of these things where detail becomes the devil, or the devil is in the detail, because if you send your fighter pilot out and he gets battered and you only manage to get him back into the ship, dock him up, and then he comes up onto the bridge and just sits next to you in the chair, staring at you, staring at you with blood trickling down from various cuts on his face, giving the look of... What the hell was that you were doing? What about backup? I was telling you I needed some help and you ignored me. Just sitting there staring at you for the entirety of your journey back to the station. That would be hysterical. If you're sitting there using the likes of head tracking or the Vive, keeping your head straight ahead to avoid catching your wingman's eyes. Just totally not looking, not looking at no. I can feel you burning into my cheek. Nope. So basically, you want to be guilt-tripped by the, the computer AI. <laughs> yeah, that would be hysterical. But yeah, if you have them on stage, on, on sorry, on your, on your ship where you can see them, then these are the kind of things that, that make sense uh, and add uh, a depth of believability that might overrule your instant pot crudel issues. Sorry, now, now I'm picturing my, my pot crudel. Yeah, if, if the canopy gets breached... And they're not belted in. I just want to see them being sucked out into the black. <laughs> just blow your canopy and watch them all fly out. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my ship. That's it. We, we, need, we, need, we need a canopy blow command now, don't we? Because <laughs> just got to have an ejector seat button. <laughs> And that, now I'm now I'm remembering back to episode of Dockers again. <laughs> Not saying a word. <laughs> You've got to, there are things that one has to do to prevent an air leak. Yes, and you're going to use your left butt cheek to do it. <laughs> That's not what was used. Oh, oh God, yes, I remember now. So, sorry, PTK. Yes. <laughs> Lavebot took exception to you for some reason. I don't know why. I'm Who's still... shooting me now? It's an excessive use of cats. Someone I've probably hired. <laughs> uh, I, I think it might be Embryo, so I'm just going to put my, my, my turrets out on him again. Um, right. We've got, so we've mentioned, the gar- we've mentioned the gunner, we've mentioned the fighters. Do yeah. you guys... I, I, I think it's going to be one and one rather than two gunners or two fighters. I think it's going to be one and one. Well, they have said that you can actually have two fighters at once as long as your your crew, uh, your your um, crew's in one and yeah, your mates in other, aren't they? Well, um, yeah, as long as you've got two two um, PC crew, then you can fly two fighters. The only thing I was confused about is whether you could have two gunners, because you can have a a pilot, a gunner, and a a fighter pilot, or you could have um, basically a pilot or just two hangers on. Another thing that people are complaining about is that, you know, you've got someone who's gone all the way to the other end of the galaxy and then say, right, can I can have two hangers on so they can have a look at things. I, I don't see the I, problem I, I, with that. Ooh, but that's just the same as saying, basically saying, hold on a minute, guys, I'm just going to twitch what I'm looking at. Exactly. So I don't see there being an issue with that. In fact, I think it's, mm. I think it's a very bold 
way of including explorers in the action so that all right they can't get back to join in with a community go oh god that's a that's a complaint point really isn't it what well they, they can't get back to be part of a community goal but they can multi-crew it up and take a slice of the profits would they get the oh oh come back that, that was something, back, that's something that would need to be turned Mm, yeah, but, well, you can, can you sign up from your cockpit? I don't think you can, can no, you? No, you've got to be at the station. I mean, the thing is, that, so, okay, but if they're a multi-crew, what, this is the questions, isn't it? These are the, the things we don't know now. So if we were to assume that multi-crew, as a multi-crew member, the only thing that you can get are maybe trade dividends and bounties, and that's it. And just mm-hmm. keep everything else yeah. out of the picture. That's the oh, safest and way. And combat bonds. Combat bonds. Yeah. Okay. So right. So, but basically, those kind of things that you can pick yeah. up, rather than mm. community goals, because uh, and and missions as well. Which should be, or should they get missions? It should only be cash anyway. Yeah, think- cash. Yeah. Um, cash. Cash. So that they have the opportunity to cash out and make some cash when they're out there in deep space. Which again, doesn't quite make sense but from the point of view of including everybody in the fun it does so there you are you are mr peter no pals you are interested in being part of someone's crew or you are looking for a help so you turn to the multi-crew and then you end up with two people in your ship that you don't know you've never met before but you have that opportunity to have fun with them and that's excellent as far as i'm concerned that's good gameplay even if you have to wade through a pile of greeting, swearing, obnoxious plonkers on your way to your new pals. <laughs> oh dear, you're not really going to be... I'm just going to be interesting how they handle the lobby thing for this, or the, the pickup groups, as they're called in the MMO circles. Uh, That's <laughs> a, I mean, we can do... You entered this looking for group thing, but can I say... Grant, come and fly my my fighter for me. You know, yeah, do I yes. have to put my ship into? I, I hope I don't have to put my ship into looking for group, and I can just say, right, Grant and Colin, come and play with me. I think it's called yeah. curb crawling mode. You have to curb crawl to to pick up <laughs> multi crew. <laughs> there is direct invitations. I don't know. It does say that in the in the article. Uh, direct uh, invitations okay. do so. That's all good. You can just invite your wee pals, and of course, Ben, that's mm. right, I'd then. be honoured if you asked me. Well, one thing that, that oh, Jesus. Well, one thing that I've, I was wondering is that will the other commanders, will your ship, a multi-crew ship, be different on the scanner, different colour, so that you know that you're up against three people in a T9 as opposed to just mm. one. It's yeah, another thing that we need to see, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping so. What happens to the explorer ship? What it if well the explorer who's um, Jumps into your ship back in the bubble to do some pew pew. Yeah, I suppose it'll do the sort of the equivalent of what happens with an SRV. Yeah. Grant, you're being magic from one part of the galaxy to the other. Your ship goes <laughs> goes poof as well. Oh right. So, oh. Don't worry about it. You know, space dust comes along and magics it out of the way. You're fine. <sighs> Look, it's all handled by ca- gameplay onium. So shush. <laughs> I think that should be the term from now on gameplay onium. Yeah, I did see yep. um yeah some oh space Lennon was wondering what about ra- uh, ranking as well. You know if I go off and do a whole load of kills while I'm flying for you should that co- count towards my pilot federation ranking? 
Well, it'll be interesting the disparity. You know, you've got a newbie mm. that's a novice, and you've got a veteran that's like, dangerous or deadly or even elite. How's that going to work? It's got to stick to the crew member. You know, the main the pilot ship owner is the only person that gets a ranking event. You know, um, improvements and such. Yeah. It's the only way it kind you of think? stays fair, uh, and that your wingmen should only be in it for cash, cold hard cash. Because then you get the whole thing, the you know, what happens when your ship's destroyed? Does everyone lose their money? Or do they eject beforehand? Do they have the opportunity to do a nice little combat log as member of crew oh. uh, and get out? Actually, that was covered. Yeah. That's co- this is, I'll read, for, I've got it in front of me, actually, I'll read this. This, is, this confuses me slightly. So it's saying, ship rebuy premiums are also reduced for each, pre- each crew member. Again, the purpose of this is to lower the bar of ac- bar to access and ease of use, especially when dealing with la- vessels that can cost a lot of credits. So, but, so basically, we, we lose the Benaconda, and, <laughs> then, uh, and yeah, you we, we all lose... have to pay for your mistake. Yeah, well, that's I don't what know. it sounds like, doesn't it? Not, 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 to not me, that to me that sounds. Let's have a look. So, my insurance, my re- bloody hell. Okay, so my rebuy cost is ten million, right? Right. So it sounds to me like if I've got two commanders on board, then maybe you that knocks the percentage off. No, yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you. Thirty-three and a third each. Yeah. You think you'd have to pay? Th- you think? Yeah, I think we would. I well, think I, we'd I'm probably s- have see, to pay that much. I see that as meaning I would have to pay. 10 million minus, say, 1% per commander, who's also my ship. Because it says ship rebuy premiums are reduced for each crew member. So I see that as like, okay, you get a 1% discount on your your ship if you've got a a crew member on board. Yeah, that's really kind of open to interpretation, isn't it? uh... Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about lowering the bar. So... And it's not really fair, is it, if a commander who's in a let's say a new commander in a sidewinder gets invited to somebody's corvette and then that corvette just goes off and suicides just because they're um playing an idiot poor commander yeah exactly so it's not really fair anyway sorry colin what were you trying to say the point has gone it's all right okay (laughs) you ruined it ben Uh, don't worry about it yay (laughs) <laughs> I, I feel minorly guilty now. We've got a straw, yeah. a straw poll up for everybody. If you're in IRC to have a look at, um, I'll just put the link in there oh. for you. We'd appreciate your your inputs. <laughs> no, we won't. No, actually, Colin, you'd be quite happy so far. It's saying, "Let me be beamed across the galaxy." Has nine votes, and breaking my immersion is only on four votes. So at the moment, people are for the magic space pixie dust to take them anywhere in the world. Oh, I thought it refreshes automatically. Okay. I will refresh and see what we see. Okay, now it's 22. It's still, so 23 votes to nine. So it's still 72% of the people are wanting to be beamed across the galaxy by space pixies. (sighs) Is the terminology... um... Beamed across the galaxy by space pixies does my head in. That's what I'm on about. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not trying to alleviate the stress in that, Ben. It's just not, you know. Space pixies will come uh, and individually pull your pixels. Oh no, that sounds really bad. 
<laughs> no, that sounds really bad. <laughs> you got Tinkerbell pulling your pixels around. Fair enough, then. <laughs> I'll take you to the second star on the, uh, on the left, will I? And straight on to dawn. <clears throat> uh, I can't so... believe we've managed to... <laughs> You know Tinkerbell would, though. She'd totally pull your pictures. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not <laughs> oh, ruin God. people's childhoods here. Jeez. It's, ba- it's bad enough when you were comparing a Ferdinand to your girlfriend. Let's, let's just leave it <laughs> alone. It wasn't the Ferdinand, it was the ass that was my wife. Shush. <laughs> Shush. He was trying to help you out. Remember, your wife is awesome. She's amazing. <laughs> She is amazing. She is a Ferdinance with a chrome skin. <laughs> That's what she is. She no, is she's, a, she's a gold-skinned Ferdinance. Okay. Oh, I'm just seeing that um, uh, pot crudle don't pay for ship destruction. Ship owner gets a discount for each pot crudle on board, which is kind of what you were thinking, Ben. Is That's a suggestion That's by Starcrasher. We'll just have to wait and see how that comes in because it makes sense uh, but it also should be that everyone pays a part of that destruction because if I jump in and as a turret player just instantly hold all your turrets off and sit and wait for you to be blown out of the sky but can I not take you can I not kick you out the turret seat I don't know I think I'm sure I can yeah you probably can feeling I can Blow your canopy and watch me go. (laughs) Well, I I can uh, kick you out of my ship, but I'm sure they talk somewhere about just being a a tourist. Yes. So you can can just have it as as being a tourist. Just company. To me, it sounds. It does say about uh, you can evict any of your uh, guests, as it were. So what I think the 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 flow is going to be, you're going to sort of go to your. Um, your friends list and select the person and then be, I don't know, Space Pixies teleports um, Commander Bapster into my anaconda. And the Space Pixies, he'll say yes, they'll contact him and he'll say yes, okay. So the Spa- Space Pixel- Pixies will then pull him into my anaconda and then he's just sitting in the seats. And then I would go down to my, my sort of, my, I want to call it my crotch pad. <laughs> I want to go to the, the the screen that is between my legs where I control all my fighters from and things and my crew. So I'd go along to my crew and then I'll be able to say, okay, well, Commander Bapster is now assigned to fighters, say. And then Commander Phoenix to fire is assigned to turrets. Well, that's how or I imagine thought. it would work. Yeah. That's, that's, that's... how I'd imagine it's going to be, but... And then I assume I can un- un- unassign them as well. Yeah. Just I mean, uh, one thing that this will do is that it will force people into open play and at least private groups because you're not going to be able to do this in solo, are you? Well, that is true. <laughs> I'd like it if it was going to be an open play only. Imagine if the hoo-ha, if it was open play only. Oh, yeah. The, the, can you imagine the tears? <laughs> I'm just looking at the damage we have caused in the chat. We've just—I'd let Tinkerbell pull my pixels too much. any day, says Starion. <laughs> Sneeve is suggesting, no. is that Peter Pan? Uh, oh God! <laughs> oh. 
crotch crew control, groinal attachments. Oh, dear. Yeah. See, see, Ben, this is what you do. I mean, it was it was quite nice with the elite feet, even though it got a little silly. Now you've just gone and made it dirty. Yeah. Is there anything else in the the two point three things that we have from the guys so far? That is there anything else that we wanted to cover, or have I missed anything else? Uh, no, I think we've done it to death. Even though the page somehow the pages on the frontier forum are already up to twenty six pages. Now, mm. so you know, eight almost eight hundred posts on just this alone. <sighs> it's interesting because yeah, I think scary, I think one of the, the the nicest features is the fact that you can have a crew member as a fighter, and how nice it would be to switch your NPC crew member to control your main ship with a friend on the turrets while you take to the skies in the second fighter, and how deadly a combination that could be for piracy. Um, yep. That yep. Make the T9 absolutely lethal, wouldn't it? And I'll tell you another thing that um, this thing would actually do. Gunners are going to be able to sight um, the good old stealth... Uh, you know, a lot of people were complaining about the stealth eagle, where you know people were, were basically... They couldn't fire on these particular ships because the turrets wouldn't be able to lock on. Oh, what were they running? Silent running? Yeah, they were silent running. They were in, they were in black. And uh, the uh, the gunners, uh, sorry, the, the, the turrets and the gimbals from the big ships wouldn't be able to lock on to them. So a, a wing of small eagles were able to take out elite-rated anacondas, a player anacondas, quite easily. And that's not going to be able to happen if you can uh, target with the... Uh, Manually, is it? I think that's only going to be on your turrets, though, isn't it? It's not going to be your gimbals or your, obviously, your fixed weapons. Oh, yeah, the, well, your, your fixed weapons are your fixed weapons, but the only thing that they'll be able to avoid this time would be probably the gimbals. Yeah. There's also something that they've actually mentioned that uh, the gunner has access to advanced sensor systems, allowing them a 360-degree tracking arc. This will let them activate the advanced scanners for example, the kill warrant scanner and missile launches in any direction. So well, that's yeah, going to be awesome for missiles. Mm. I mean, it could be just the fact that, you know, you are sat in a turret on the ship, yet you're able to actually fire in the full, 303, the full 360 degrees. It doesn't have to be like the debug camera where you're, you're external to the ship. I, I would have thought that, you know, you're able to You'd be sat in a turret, and you're able that turret would rotate all 360 degrees, and you'd be able to target ships, even though the other ship would be, say, underneath it's, you. You're in a, it, but it says you're in a third-person interface, um, and they control the reticule um, of turrets within their arc, and then the turrets fo follow the reticule if they can. That's mm. not you in a turret. You're... you're you know, it sounds like that's trying to be first person, and it's not. It's going to be a third person. I hope. I I actually hope that they give us like a like a, a wee drone or something like that to pretend to be the ca where the cam the person's camera is. You know, just for m immersion. So you see, like a little turret, a little drone zipping around your ship as the as the gunner looks around. 
So if you target and destroy that drone, you blind the gunner. Why not? That'd be awesome. <laughs> but you should only be able to. You can't lock onto it, but you can if you shoot it or you ram it or something like that. That'd be awesome if you could do that. I'm just seeing Brant? Ben. It's a. Uh... You're being, <laughs> you're being uh, put yourself in the fire line uh, from Calter in the Twitch chat. I'd stop listening and blame you if it went open only. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, we don't know. But you know, it's not going to be that long before um, we're at, we 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 see. Is it? It's just it's not going to yeah. be that long at all. Well, well we are going to have to get together on the Leave Radio. Uh, Anaconda, if you like, and um, yes, we'll, we'll have to set ourselves up as targets and, and see how long we last. <laughs> well, just, just get into the ship you Not want. Not very long, I suspect. Get, get into the ship you want now and fly, because <laughs> it'll probably be from this week that they'll grab your beta account details from um, and then, so that way I'll be in the bright yellow T9, so you're all welcome to come and multi-crew my T9 and I have a fighter bay as well, so um, just make an interesting question when it comes to the planet and planetary landings can you multi-crew an SRV? Could someone be yeah. in the turret mm, and someone be in the driving seat? Now they asked that a lot of quick people asked that um, of Ed in the thread because I remember seeing that this uh, this afternoon, and it's one of these questions that he's taking back to the dev team, so um, he's not sure. So hopefully we'll have a live stream from uh, Sandro uh, and and company at some point. Sandro, it's normally Sandro or Adam, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they'll they'll take it through. Yeah. Uh, so no promises, no guarantees as usual. Ever, yep. Right. Well, I think we've got some other things that are coming up in 2.3, which, or at least that we don't know about them. But it's pretty good guesses that we're, I think we're going to get asteroid spaceship, asteroid stations coming yep. in in 2.3. I think that's a fair guess. Well, considering it was in the trailer. Yep. I, th- I and think w- you wasn't there a new ship in the trailer as well? Uh, well, there was the the dolphin was hidden in the background in the trailer, <laughs> uh, and also so was um, oh that massive big cargo ship, and what kind of cargo ship was that? What the lion, or another one? No, people, they, people thought it was like a colony ship or something. Yeah, they thought it was a, a colony ship. Oh, or, that one. Yes, the you know the massive big what looked like a big Babylon mm-hmm. Five transport. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, what other things are coming in? Quality of life. Um, there have been rumours that there might even be ship naming this time round. I would be very, there. very happy. That would make that would make sense actually, because yeah, that would make sense. But we'll see about that. Uh, right, is there anything else I want to talk about with two point three before we move on? No, no I, I think we've done it to death a bit. <laughs> right. Well. I think in that case, then, we'll dive on into Community Corner. So we've already covered the... Um, I've lost it now. Right, we've well, already we've got, covered... Yeah. Right, we've got Obsidian Ant, who's uh, interviewing Spider-Man Games. That's the RPG people. So he's looking for questions. He is indeed. And yep. I don't think we've got a date from him when that is. But coming up soon and we'll obviously we'll link these in the URLs for all these in the show notes which will be released when the show goes live 
Mm-hmm. Now, there's a third. I thought there's also a talk about a fourth monolith that's also been found. Well, this is the. I mean, oh, we've had two sites found this week. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the first site was sat, that was found um, basically seemed to be a carbon copy of the first one. And um, as you can imagine, there was a little bit of um, controversy about that. And then that all seemed to go away. And when the third site was found, which when you're approaching it, looks a bit like emo with a big mouth. And um, once people have discovered that, they've, they've come along to the conclusion that actually this site here was probably the first one we were supposed to find. What, the the one that looks like um, Elmo? Yeah. Okay. Oops, um, we, we, we found it wrong, did we? Well, of course we found it wrong because um, the, the, the first site which was found was found by someone basically... Um, being incredibly clever in the wrong type of way <laughs> and and uh, sort of reverse engineering the uh, the trailer but she's pretty um, damn clever oh it is clever i think i just think as soon as that happened frontier kicked themselves and went well there goes six months of plot out the window <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean that's that's carrying on with the what's the engineer's name Ram Ramtar, isn't it? R- right, Ramtar. Yeah, I mean, so the, all those three sites have been found, and I guess everybody is is now trying to go through the combinations in order to to get that hundred million credit reward, which is quite shiny. Uh, and that's different, though, from the the alien brains that you're looking at, Marshall. Yes. Yeah, there's no actual plot with the uh, the trees. They were kind of in one of the systems that Ramtar specified um, and they were just found um, yeah they're just a thing just mm. a thing yeah. Yeah, yeah well one of the things that i discovered this week which um i'm, I'm quite surprised uh, and nobody really well has, has gone over and all of a sudden everybody seems to be doing it is that uh Kamal, um nick commander bewilder beast uh, he discovered um there's a tourist beacon on europa for ice geezers so me and him went out there, and we've been jumping ice geezers in our SRVs, which is a hilarious. Well, that fun. sounds fun. Yeah, yes. that sounds fun. So if you if you head if you've got the the sole permit and um, you head to Europa, you will find a tourist beacon called Ice Geezers, and at that point you can then drive over one and probably go about two hundred to three hundred meters in the air. That yes, the like latest. Fun. The latest top shift has has me trying it, and uh, I must admit, I think I, I think I, I, I laughed a little bit too hard when I, I hit two hundred meters. Were you able to land it? Land is a very vague phrase. I assume that means no. <laughs> so, there's also been new bases found in the Formidine Rift stuff, and. Everything like that. That sounds like it's progressing very, very nicely. But actually, um, yes, mm-hmm. we've we've now got. I think there are three bases still left in the conflux to find. However, it does seem that um, we've kind of got it wrong. Um, Drew, in his in his interviews, has hinted that um, basically, well, what everybody's been doing has been the same th- approach that they've been using with the uh, uh, when they find the, the monoliths and and 
the wreck sites, they've been basically uh, toughing it out and trying to eyeball the whole thing on the planet. Uh, so you've got hundreds of commanders all crisscrossing the planet trying to find an, a microscopic dot. When And Drew's dropped a hint saying, actually, there was a way to find it easier, and everyone's got really confused. But no one's having any luck with the remaining three bases which are in the conflux, which um, is causing a little bit of frustration. Yeah, because Drew's been off doing, he's been doing a whole lot of interviews with, oh, I can't I saw, it was, saw a really, it was quite a cool little uh, icon. I know he's, he was with, I think he did something with Obsidian Ant, and he's done something with, oh, a, uh, a, bunch, of, a bunch of, yeah, is that the one that he's got a new avatar from? Yes. Yeah, that look, and that I've not. What is the broadcast? It's it's a show I've never listened to before. Oh, uh, it's a it's a YouTube uh, live show for Elite Dangerous, which happens on about Sunday night. Runs for okay. about two hours, like ours. Um, I feel bad that I've never heard of this one. I'm very well, sorry, broadcast guys. I need to watch this now. Yes, um, I'll, I'll pass on. I'll put the details in the show notes if mm. if, if anybody wants to see the broadcast on a Sunday night. Are they Americans, Europeans, British again, or where are they I, from? Um, I think we've got a mixture of British and American. Okay. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel bad that there's a, a show I've missed. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, sorry, I'm, I'm in the middle of a honkathon, if anyone can hear this, so it's very distracting. <laughs> Uh, there was a bug in the Alliance CG. Now, Colin, you you mm -hmm. said you were doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's the going Alliance, on there? Uh, basically, you couldn't scoop um, escape pods or wreckable or components. So uh, it was it, it was a bug in the CG. So everyone went bounty hunting and complained about the other one, and right. they've now put a fix in. So there's a, a special um, point of interest in the solar, in that particular solar system. Which will allow you to scoop cargo cargo pods, and okay. it looks like a massive liner has been attacked by pirates, and um, you've basically got to scoop as many cargo pods as you can before the pirates come in. Yeah, and I'm assuming that's going to be finishing on Thursday now. No, they extended it a week because okay, of so the bugs. A week Thursday. So how how's that community goal doing then at the moment? Well, at the moment, the bounty hunting one is... Just let me look this up. The bounty hunting one is almost at Tier 8 out of 10 tiers. And the rescue operation one has just passed Tier 2. So, um, again, uh, you know, we've got a week to, to really crack mm. on with that. All right. Well, I think there's one final thing that I want to cover this, e this evening, which was... It was a nice little PvP encounter that, ironically enough, happened in the Mobius group. Um, so this is by Commander Sky Naknamura, who was basically, he was off doing some bounty hunting in Mobius, just casually minding his own business, when all of a sudden somebody comes along and ninjas his kill. Goes off, takes out another another pilot, yet again his kill gets ninjured, so he goes off and sends a... Uh, it's a fairly polite PM to the guy who keeps stealing his kill, saying, you know, what what you doing, mate? And the guy basically responds back, saying... Let me try and find this exact quote now, because what he said... Um, he goes off and... The pilot goes off and responds, I am a strong and independent pirate 
pilot. I'm not your dude. I do whatever the bleep I want if you don't want to die and shut up. So, you know, surprisingly enough, our illustrious commander, Sky Nakamura in Mobius, kind of took offense to that. So he went off and opened fire on the, the nasty, horrible... Oh, I, I think he's... I, th- I don't think what the guy was doing was kind of cool. He went off and opened fire and caused the pilot who was um, kill-stealing all his stuff to made him... He went off and combat-logged because he got him down to about 30% <laughs> and he combat-logged to get out of there, which I find quite ironic. But, you know, I'm just wondering where you guys sit on the... You know, in my opinion, the commander who was kill-stealing was kind of acting a dick and deserved to get shot at. But obviously, the Mobius group is a PV is a PvP-free group, so... You know, do you think he did the right thing? Do you think he did the wrong thing? You know, should he? What should he have done? Well, surely if there were kill, if kill stealing or something like that, he should. They both should have got a bounty. They should have both been accredited. No, they, if they weren't in a wing, they wouldn't. It would be yeah. Gets the love it's shot. Oh, first. Right. All right. Okay. That would, to me, be a case of he shouldn't engage. Jump out of the group, you know, out of that particular play uh, play area, play mode, jump into a solo, and report the other player for you know being a twat. To to the group mm. management, that's a group management thing. So <clears throat> they would then have to eject that player from the group, knowing that they are a little bit antagonistic, or that they've got a policy that needs to be looked at whether or not they want kill stealing to be a thing or a rule. But essentially, uh, if you turn your guns on them. And against the rules of your group, then you know, on your head be it. Yeah, well, I know. I think in the in the Reddit thread, then they're saying that um, the the group motto for the Mobius group basically translates to to each their own. Uh, so the number one and most impo- important rule is don't spoil another player's game. So, you know, this guy, in my opinion, is very definitely spoiling the first player's game and kind of deserves anything that's coming for him. Yeah, you know, I, get, so I get that. I, mean, it's, it's, I, I don't think that there's any particular problem in that, but if the group's rules are you don't fire... Uh, it hasn't been um, essentially attacked by that player. He's been inconvenienced by that player. And mm. if the groups are, you know, no no shooting other players, then that's that's the rule that you have to kind of adhere to and just report up to the sort of admin for clarification. And they may all say, yeah, blow oh. him out of the sky or we'll kick him out of the group. Do, but, do yeah. what you want. Yeah. But it's one that's, you know, that's yeah. got to have to go up for policy and, and advisory from your group leaders just to sort of ascertain what they want to do in that or whether or not they feel... Well, no, that's fine. Uh, that's fine, but we consider that uh, a shot against another commander. So, therefore, it's okay to you know to engage in combat. But it's up to them. Mm. Right. So, I think I noticed one other thing that looked really cool. Actually, you know, it's related into uh, your finding of oh your trees, Marshall. Oh, so, yeah. there's a website called Ed Bearing. And basically, what you do is when you're in orbit over a planet, you drop into you drop out of supercruise, 
you feed your location into the website, you feed your target location into the website, and then it goes off and tells you the bearing that you need to fly in on to get to your location. That's very clever, isn't it? Which sounds, yeah, yeah as you say, sounds, it's you know relatively basic maths going on, but it sounds very clever and very convenient and a hell of a lot better than me going down and saying, okay, well, I'm at minus 206 and climbing minus 27, 28, 29. <laughs> right, okay, start flying east now. Yeah. So that sounds a lot better. Um, all right, who mentioned this about sounds being generated in space? Oh, yes. This is uh, a fantastic video by Commander Ascorbius. Um, it's also been on the Elite on the Elite tweets. There you go. It's been on the Elite uh, Twitter account where um, Commander uh, Absorbius, Absor- nah, I can't even pronounce him now, but he discovers the main reason or the main sound card for his Ferdelance and how, how the sounds are generated in space. You have to, you have to see it to believe it. Okay, dokie. That sounds sounds intriguing. Um, and then, so from the the last piece of sort of community news, I guess we have is from the twentieth of February. Commanders Human and DJ Truthsayer are doing a week long stream for special effects. So that's basically they're going to start on the Monday, I believe it is, and go all the way through for. I'm assuming is it seven days. It is indeed, yes, in 12-hour shifts yep. each. Yes, so, oh yes, Mr. Special Effect Ambassador, why don't you take this one? <clears throat> right, well, it is essentially, yeah, they're going to be raising funds for special effects, which is an amazing charity, and if you don't know much about special effects, where the hell have you been for the last three years? Anyway, it's an amazing charity, deserves all the support it gets, and these two are taking on a mammoth... 396 hours of Twitch streaming from Monday right through to the Sunday and right through beta launch. So there may be days when they're not able to play Elite, so (laughs) that's fair enough. But they'll be playing whatever games they can. They'll be multi-crewing in the beta. They'll be doing everything under the sun to keep that schedule going and to keep the streams continuous 24 hours a day for the entirety of that week, which is mental. But at least they're taking breaks. You know, a 12-hour break each is pretty reasonable. And, uh, and yeah, they have a Just Giving page, which we will link to in the show notes. So if you feel that you're not going to be able to watch it and you're not going to be able to get your donation in during the stream, then by all means make your donation early and uh, support these two doing something ridiculous for an amazing charity. And I guess, talking about charity, we've got another Just Giving page for Commander Fozza, who's basically been a complete numpty, in my opinion, and has run every single day of January uh, for, I think, was was it an hour run he was doing every single day or something like that? Well, no, I think it was just an unspecified run, but he has clocked up over... I thought he had a a time distance that he had he was going to do. I think he had his own personal ones. Whether or not he stuck to them every day, I don't know. But he was definitely yeah. in, in the realms of uh, over 100 miles run this month, which is spectacular. Absolutely mental. Um, and he's basically he's managed to raise over £1,700 for Mind.org, who support those with mental health issues, for example, depression, anxiety, 
uh, suicidal feelings, bipolar disorder, and so on. So, you know, and that he's available on justgiving.com slash redfuzzer. Have we missed any shout-outs or anything like that, guys? Before no, I, I go think, off I and... I think we've covered it. I yeah, think we would. So. Right, well, mm. I want to give a shout-out to these guys who've been honking and flying all around me and things like that. Uh, actually, I've got, because I've got my headphones on for the broadcast, I'm really enjoying the 3D sound that we've now got with the most recent patch. <laughs> but that, that's another aside. So Don't forget yeah, to do your thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll do that. I'll do that finally. So thank you very much to, to Commander Akavillan, uh, Bograt, Crap Pilot, Embryo, JB Walton, and John Flint for joining me at the Orange Sidewinder this evening. You guys have been mental and noisy and honky as ever. So, Grant, you want to say anything about IRC? Yeah, absolutely. I shall give us the, the rundown of the commanders joining us on the QuakeNet Live Radio channel and IRC. We have Commander Penguin, Academic Dust, Bapsters here, Embryos in, Lenin's in, Ripped's in, Starian's here, Tea Time's here, Commander Ventura's here, Hogworm's here, Jaquello, Lenslark, Midden, Nopolius, and Sneevis, and Taran4295 is here as well. And we've got a bazillion people on Twitch. You can either mention it, Grant, or we'll just say your group. Thank you very much to all you guys. You're very funny, usually. And then there's Alien. <laughs> You're going to pay for that one. Uh, there is, <laughs> yeah, there is a ton a ton of commanders on Twitch. Uh, let's have a look and see how they're looking uh, name-wise. Okay. Jesus, what's this thing here? Close that one down. Um, right, let's do a quick rundown. Tuplex, Akavillan, Angry Guffalo, Ogard, Awake, Death, Gaiman, Barry Bishop, Berbro, Bograt, Spreeze, Budders is always better. Interesting. Crap Pilots there, Dominar Rigel, uh, Eyes, Lenslark, Witherspoon, Starcrasher, DJ128K, Digreel, Frying Bullet, Furry Red Tree, Midden's in there as well, General Blunt, High Bite, Caltern, Latin Lodvar, Made by Rihanna, I don't believe that's true. Mad Plan, Milston Barn, Pedro Lucan, Peter nineteen seventy three, Peter K, Pump Master Classic, Rankan, Raven GR four, Gr four, don't know what that means. Sea Biscuit, Shepherds of Commerce, Sneva, Space Linen, Taran, T Corkin, The Jinx Effect, Tizzle 513, Whoever, Wicked Willy, Watcher, X Pains, X or Pains in a lovely little cross brackets, and Zargol are our viewers on Twitch. Good evening to all of you. Thank you, guys. Colin? Yeah, okay. Um, I apologise to the Pixel Bandits for earlier today. It seemed that. Um, my wife came back earlier from the gym, which means I had to sign out. Um, so uh, I will just reiterate that uh, the Pixel Bandits are starting to run a regular Tuesday night CQC club on the Xbox One. Games start at nine uh, and uh, hopefully pass on until midnight. And I'll hopefully be jumping on at some point in the next half hour. All right. Well, that's it for another episode. Before I say this, anything else for anything else? No, nope, I'm good. Oops. I think I just rammed Commander Crap Pilot because I was too busy looking at the show notes. <laughs> Which is ri- rather ironic. <laughs> Ow! Someone just rammed into me then. 
Ah, anyway, that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email the show at info at laveradio.com. We're on Facebook on facebook.com slash laveradio. We are at laveradio on Twitter. You can join the Discord chat channel by joining by going to tinyurl.com slash lavechat. We're also on TeamSpeak, where commanders hang out in chats, which is on teamspeak.laveradio.com. Lave, thank you, whoever that was. You just made me duck in real life. Lave Radio was recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and is streamed out on laveradio.com slash live. Thank you very much to Grant, to Colin and to Marshall. Thanks to all the commanders who have just made me wear the brown trousers outside of uh, the... Well, not outside of Live Station. We're at the orange sidewinder this evening. Until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Galnet News Digest, 31st of January, 3303. We read the news, so you don't have to. In this week's news. The Thargoids are controlling our minds. Constructing the Thargoid battle fleet. More cities discovered in Ramtar's Guardian quest. The Thargoids are controlling our minds. Ricardo Bentonio has claimed that the Thargoids are not only real, but they're controlling our minds and the development of our society. Bentonio, who's a cousin of the famous English games producer Richard Benton, made the claims on his iconoclastic programme Behind the Curtain. He claims to have contacts who can confirm that the high-prediction spaceships are indeed Thargoid ships, and that through their control over our thoughts and beliefs they may be softening us up for attack. Bentonia's theories put into context some of the mysteries that have dogged our recent history, and might even explain one of the great unsolved mysteries of today. 
Could the Thargoids have altered our memories so we don't properly remember the last major encounter with them in 3255? And could the Thargoids be manipulating the Pilots' Federation database to permit Locus out of the parts of the galaxy where they're preparing their invasion fleet? Pilots are advised to keep their tinfoil hats with them at all times. Constructing the Thargoid Battle Fleet The entire Call 70 sector is permit-locked, possibly by intervention of the Thargoids, to prevent pilots from entering. However, following a tragic accident this week, it's been revealed that there is one exception to this. Recon Construction, the secretive and well-armed corporation based in the Ziarla system, is rumoured to have won a large order for armaments recently. A huge convoy set off, but had not been heard of again until this week when it was revealed that they're working in a system in the Call 70 sector. This is a sector far, far away from Empire and Federation, but it's rumoured to be close to the Thargoid homeworld, leading to speculation that they may be working on octagonal technology. An intruder into the construction site is reported to have been killed and horribly disfigured by radiation, and their identity cannot yet be ascertained. Recon Construction has warned pilots to stay clear of their construction site, on pain of death. Which sounds a little bit like they might be trying to hide something. More cities discovered in Ramtar's Guardian Quest. A second and a third ruined Guardian cities have been located. One, discovered by Zorbak, is identical to the first site, but the other, discovered by Commander Kinistry, is completely different, consisting of a vast hollow bowl surrounded by two high earthen ramparts. Excitingly, this second city is on a world orbited by a moon with vast plantations of strange alien trees that look like pink brains on sticks. This suggests that the meat-eating guardians may have had an interest in some very specialised forms of horticulture. Despite these discoveries, there are still many gaps in our knowledge about the Guardians. There's at least one site more to find, possibly more than that. Ramtar's lucrative quest for information continues. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.